everyone, and welcome back to season one, a show where two best buds watch, review, and recommend TV shows that only aired for a single season. My name is Presley. My name is Andrew. Welcome back, everyone, to the pod. We love having you, as always. Uh, today, we're reviewing a very interesting show, uh, an adaptation of a movie, once again, as we've seen previously on the show before, A League of Their Own. Uh, normally, this is where we would have a little bit of intro music from the uh, show, but there is no intro music for this show, so I'm just going to kick it right over to Andrew to give a spoiler synopsis of the entire show's season for us. Andrew, take it away. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, League of Their Own is an American comedy drama series that aired in August 2022 on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, the series is, like Presley said, an adaptation of the 1992 film of the same name. In the series, which is set in 1943, we see the formation of the Rockford Peaches, a women's team in the nascent All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. We see Carson Shaw, played by Abby Jacobson, try out and make the team, running away from her life in Idaho to go to Illinois in hopes of achieving her dreams while her husband is away at war. Max, uh, Shantae Adams, is a talented pitcher who attempts to try out for the Peaches but is turned away ultimately because she is black. Carson and team bond as they sharpen their skills, butt heads, and eventually make their way to the championship where they help their former teammate complete her game-winning run around the bases after hurting her knee so they end up losing their series max makes it onto the red rights all-stars negro league after pitching a near perfect inning kind of proving her worth uh, we see the series end with the peaches disbanding until next season and a cliffhanger where we see carson and greta share a passionate kiss around the corner while charlie played by patrick j adams arrives to surprise her after finishing the season kind of a lot going on and it's one of the shows yeah. that is unfortunate to synopsize because it's so busy even yes. for an eight episode show yeah. unlike uh you know 1899 which was you know our previous episode right. which just had so it was like such a bloat of like nonsense in the sense <laughs> of like all the things that are going on yeah. all the threads you have to follow this is a yeah. much more streamlined story but there's still like so many characters that each have their own little narratives totally that the synopsis is fairly bare bones just by virtue of that fact which is interesting yeah, it's it's hard like I struggled writing it because there are so many things. Like you have uh like I mentioned in the very end you have Carson and and Greta who uh Greta is played by um Darcy Carden, I think it is. Darcy Carden? Yeah, I believe that's um, right. Um and you know their their romance or their kiss, like that was not their first kiss. Right? Like nope. they had this whole romance um that that was kind of happening the entire time and and Carson struggled with conflict of like well I'm married and you know in the 40s uh that this is one of the major themes is is it's all around a lot of very, like queer characters and queer culture in the yeah. 40s and so you know we see a lot of um a lot of people saying like oh being queer is bad and the the misconcepts or the fallacies of like oh it's contagious and if you're near somebody who's queer you could get it and and all these really ugly, disgusting things, as well as racism, right? Yeah. We see Max being turned away after completely rocking the show at the the Peaches tryouts uh, because she's black, and then yeah. also being turned away Not from even the given, factory yeah. team, putting up two weeks of her pay just to get an opportunity to show how good she is. And unfortunately, she does flub that one. But um, I don't yeah, blame her. It's it. 
this is a I wanted to talk about this and it's kind of one of those hard things to discuss because it's gonna make me sound terrible and I need to explain myself. But one of the best qualities about this show is that it's extremely mean in the very realistic sense of what the actual struggles of people who are discriminated against at this time we're going through. Oh yeah. Uh, women, minorities, uh, gender, queer people, all these things. Yeah. And it does not genuinely does not pull punches and genuinely does not want to make you feel better about like the horrible ways that we treated a lot of people that were, you know, different from what was considered normal at the right. time. And I genuinely appreciate it about the show. You know, like you compare it to a lot of other like shows or movies that come out, uh, you know, in this day and age that work really hard to make you not feel as bad about the awful things that we did as people back then. And it, it, it frankly is like an injustice to the stories yeah. that they're trying to tell. And I think that this, while it is, it, it's semi fictitious, right? This, this whole, so like the Rockford Peaches were a real organization and a, a lot of the grander character members, uh, as in like the owner of the Cubs and the managers that they put in charge are real people. And I even believe uh, Dove, who is their initial uh, coach uh, played by, what is the actor's name? He's Ron Swanson in Parks and Rec. Uh, I was Nick say, Offerman. Yeah, I was going to say Nick Ron Offerman, Swanson. Yeah. I forgot. That's not his yeah, Nick name, Offerman. Yeah. He, he is initially their coach, right? Right. Um, I believe that he may be real. Don't I? You can double check this or not. But uh, I know that the peaches themselves are not real characters, right? Right. And it is good that they're not real characters, but it also like is really hard to to do this story without really presenting how challenging it was for these women to be successful at the job that they were hired to do, and how so much was like stacked against them to be successful in what they were doing. And I genuinely really appreciate that it does not pull punches. People are horrible to these women, and it, there's very little that ever makes you feel better other than the fortitude and the camaraderie of the female characters together, which is literally what it was like, right? Like they banded together to work to improve their own lives right and, and and that should be commended and well represented and it is well represented in the show yeah yeah um i think uh, something you mentioned that i i really liked uh that you brought it up was was the idea that like the the discrimination that that queer folk and black people experienced was very ugly Right, it still is very ugly. In the series, I liked as well that they they did a good job of making it very ugly. Like it was, yeah, it wasn't prettied up. It wasn't like nope. There wasn't like a dash of Hollywood on it where it's like, hey, you know, like all these things are gonna happen. Um, but we're gonna like make it not hurt so much. They they were very realistic about it. And they were like, this is going yeah. to feel bad. Um, and I think that, I think there's a there's a certain respect that they gave the experiences of those people on that team yeah. and, and people in that, in that time by doing that and by showing it the way it was. And, um, yeah, I, I uh, I really liked the way that, uh, just kind of, I guess going into some general themes, I really liked the way that the, the characters all got along, uh, and initially yeah. didn't get along, right. Cause there were a lot of heads that butted and everybody eventually kind of figured out that, Hey, you know, we're not that different. Uh, we're, we're actually, you know, we have a lot more in common than, yeah, we think we do, specifically speaking of like the teammates. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I was really good. I had a really good time watching the the series. Yeah. Um I really liked a lot of the 
Yeah, just the little relationships. You have like Greta and Joe, like super best friends. Like Greta's bi and very like free flowing and all of this, and and Joe is uh, is lesbian. As far as we know, we don't know if they're if they were bi or whatever, but you know. They're teammates, and they're kind of going from town to town, experience to experience, just kind of doing whatever they do. Um, and then you see either of them have different relationships, different friendships, and um, as far as character development and the relationships and interactions of, of characters between each other, they did a really good job with this. Um, yeah, I mean, we could just keep... There are so many that we could just yep. constantly go into detail and talk about this one and this one and this one, but um, as a general well, note, then- they did a really good job. I want to talk about a thought I had and yeah, yeah. this kind of goes into good and bad, but it's, it's a little bit like separate. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. I feel there was a bit of bloat in this show with some of the secondary characters and even with the whole max storyline. Now let me clarify. Max is the, is the black woman who doesn't even get a chance to try out for the peaches right. and basically spends the entire series trying to get on any baseball team that will yeah. have her specifically. She starts working um, under false precedences at a, at an airplane manufacturing plant, right. As right. like kind of like the Rosie, the Riveter style thing. Uh, they hired women, but they didn't hire black women. Right. And so she goes by Max instead of Maxine to kind of uh, fudge her application. And uh, throughout the whole process, we're also watching and seeing her best friend's friendship unfold. Um, her best friend uh, is uh, a lot of fun. I really like her as a character. Yeah. She's into comics, and she has a husband who's kind of a big dweeb, but he's super nice, and they yeah. just have a f- kind of good relationship. Um, and you're watching all this unfold, and every single time it came on, I had two thoughts. I said, okay, this is interesting, and I like this story. It is also completely disconnected from the rest of the Rockford Peaches, and I feel like it would have been better as its own show, because there's like a a certain level of like Carson and Max. Carson is the catcher and like the head yeah. of the Peaches interact in a few moments, right? They have a, a couple little uh, get-togethers uh, where they kind of pitch and hit off each other and kind of chat about uh, their sexuality a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that, there's very little connective tissue between these two stories, and it really bothered me for a lot of the show. And I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I think um, I don't know. I, I I hate to disagree, but like I I don't know that it was necessarily bloat. I think it was just showing a different side of the same story, right? About like if you look at this, the whole story about like women in baseball trying to start a league, specifically a lot of queer women trying to make it in today, like that day's society. If you look at it from that lens, it's just the black queer, not experience in full, obviously, but like she was also trying to discover her sexuality and discover her, um, you know, discover her, her career or like find a career and, and really discover her passion and, and see it through. So, I don't know that it was so disconnected if you really think about the way that like the themes of it, right? Yeah. They were connected well, by the theme. Like, and, and I think there, there was more interaction with her and Carson than, than kind of led on because they weaved back and forth between like some of the same social scenes and stuff like that. Like, especially in the early part of the movie where, or the movie, the, uh, the series where you had, um, you know, she came in the back of the club where they were dancing and hanging out. And because she knew the guy had kind of been loosely dating the guy who worked there and he was uh, going to help her get a job and all of this. So like 
they were pretty pretty well entwined with each other. Uh, they weren't directly entwined, but I think that but, they were a lot more connected than than you're you're maybe letting on. Well, no. So here's the grander point, right? It's I, I'm not saying that. Like I said, I appreciated the story, and I agree with you that it is the the kind of black side of the whole conversation with with what's going on in the league. Yeah. The difference is, is that you also have a lot of other secondary characters in each of the stories that yeah. are given a lot of screen time and flesh like are fleshed out right but in a way that takes away from a lot of the narrative potential of all of the characters that's not just max's like story right and so then like instead of having a 15 minute kind of collected scene of carson and max interacting you get like a two minute scene because they spent 10 of those minutes elsewhere talking about uh Max's best friend and her troubles with uh, her husband going off to the war and being afraid of that. It, it just felt too disjointed every time it would mm-hmm. jump between. And okay. like, for instance, in the, in the, in the finale of the show, we're watching the peaches kind of go on. There's like a little montage where they're down uh two and O in the series, uh, the final series. Right. right. And they're, they're playing it's best of five. And so like, if they lose one more game, they're out. Right. And so we see them kind of rally and get together. And there's this great montage of them making these cool plays and having these like tight moments. Right. And then halfway through the montage, it just cuts to max doing other things related to her plot line. And that's like the way it felt so often is not that it wasn't an interesting plot line, but it often came in times that a weren't appropriate relative to like the pacing of the show and B where it's like ultimately kind of a little less interesting because you have like this group of women versus like kind of a woman on her own. And it's like, Oh, well I was really excited and interested in like the final game of the series. And then halfway through the final game, you're like, Oh, she's saying goodbye to her friends and getting on a bus and leaving to go on her tour with this great new group. It's like, Oh, I'm happy for her, but it takes so much of the momentum away. And I felt like that was like every time it kind of came up, it's like, man, I would have preferred this be like, give me two episodes. That's only about max. Like that's solely focused on her story and like really keep it concise and close one solid episode, two solid episodes. Cause we've seen like cutaway episodes where shows will only focus on a single character for like a bottle episode. Right. Sure. Yeah. It would have been more interesting if they had done that for the max story where you see her in the pilot trying to get on the team. Right. And then you don't see her for a couple episodes or maybe you see her in those little cameos, but you never see her perspective. And then halfway through the series, like episode six, right. Or seven, right before the, the final episode of eight, you get a whole backfill of all of the struggle that she's been going through. Yeah. And I think that would have been a more interesting structure and made, made me a lot more engaged with her as a character. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't hate that. It was like woven into the, the everyday story of the series. I, I, I get what you're saying about like maybe the, some of the timing of it, but I think it would also, I think it would feel even more jarring or disconnected if it was like, here's this whole series. You haven't really heard anything about Max. Boom. Here's two episodes where it's all just Max and her story. Um, there definitely could have been some, some better choices about when those beats were involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the middle of like their championship game, Cutting halfway through like, that you know what I'm into about, yeah, hundred percent. Right? Like I, I just watched that yeah. today. Yeah, um, you know, like I agree that there are some some timing issues with when those scenes happened, but <laughs> I think that that those scenes still were rightfully in those episodes. Um, yeah, 
but yeah, I, I, I can concede and agree that like some of the timing is weird. You're, you're in the middle of like this strong momentum of, of the, the peaches and all of that. And then it's just like Max is sitting there struggling with whatever she, it's just a total like yeah. shift. Yeah. Um, and it, and it, there's like a group thing and then there's like a solo thing. Right. Yeah. And that's like right. where the dynamic really rubs against each other. And the hard part about this, right. And this is so much of the show. It's like, I like it, but it's bad. It, and it, and it's like, I like Max's story. I think it's yeah. compelling and interesting. Yeah. And one that I enjoyed to follow throughout the whole series. I liked Greta's story. I liked Carson's story. I like all of these stories, but the way that they're woven together really left a lot in my opinion to be desired yeah. from, okay. from like a structure and feeling standpoint. And I just think that there would be like, it would have benefited from a, a slightly more tailored and focused narrative of just the peaches. Right. Um, or you can do something like a little creative, like 1899 did where every episode of 1899 starts with like a bespoke character of the show yeah. and you get like some backstory. Totally. How interesting would it be if like every episode was like one of the peaches, right. Or, uh, you know, a, a set of those peaches. Right. And this is like a structural reformat. This is not like simple, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, I think that that would have worked better in the structure of what they were trying to say and do. I still really like the show. I hope that this is not, like, coming off as just, like, oh, I hated the show because no, they included, no. like, this other story. It just, like, it, every time it got to, like, a Mac segment that was, like, about her dealing with her best friend's troubles or, like, the trauma with her mom. It's like, cool, this is this is a good story. It interrupted another good story that I feel like could have been paced better. That's yeah. all. That's fair. No, I think that's fair. I was yeah. really disappointed when uh, when we saw the moment where her friend uh, Clance, who's played by Kumasola Ikumelo, I it's like I it's a cool name. I'm sorry if you we're, we to, know we're bad at ever, if you names. ever happen to uh, listen to this episode out in the World Wide Web. I'm so sorry that I butchered your name, but chances are maybe not. But uh, her friend Clance, uh, I, I, there was a moment of tension where, uh, she mentioned something about, um, about Max's uncle bird birdie. Yep. Uh, who is, who is, uh, a trans person, uh, who like not only is someone being queer, strange and wrong and all these things, but especially someone being trans was like. I mean, this person literally like, was literally illegal and was shunned from all of yep. society and all of their family and everything. And he, he really struggled uh, to, to find himself for a while, I think, but ended up having a great community that Max ended up falling in with. But anyways, all that to say, the moment when Clance said something about how like they're freaks and, and yep. like people who are gay are, are freaks and all this kind of thing, I really thought there was going to be the, a moment of like confrontation or a moment of like... You know what I mean? A conversation yeah. where, where Max is like, well, I'm gay. Like, I'm one of those people. But that never happened. And that was kind of disappointing to me because there was, like, that slow buildup to, like, getting to a point where Max maybe kind of accepted her identity, which she did be when she was with the people that, like, she was introduced to uh, yeah. by, by Bird and everything. But, like, I, I just... I thought there was going to be more to that moment and more to that kind of like thread in the Max story. And I was a little disappointed because I think that would have been just a really cool character development to see her like own her sexuality and confront her friend. But I understand as much as I possibly can that that is a very difficult thing in that time. 
Um, yeah, I think two things, so, right? I, I don't disagree with you about like it is a, a, a kind of a letdown, but I yeah. think from a, you know, talking about the realism of the time, you know, like we were talking about earlier, yeah, totally. you know, uh, uh, from what I know about, uh, you know, the sexual revolution in the 60s and, and all of that, yeah. coming out wasn't really a thing until a lot of those later times. Right. Obviously it totally. happened, right? People told and, and acknowledged it, but like it wasn't as much of a, a, a well-regarded thing. And I yeah. am certain that that, what we saw in the show is a much more realistic expectation sure, totally. of what actually would have happened rather than a, uh, like we talked about earlier, like a Hollywoodified, uh, you know, a, yeah, uh, totally. a more fluffy, nice version of it because they kind of come to an agreement where at, later in a different scene, yeah. she's like, I'm going to be spending more time with bird cause I like them and yeah. uh, they, I get along with them and you're just going to have to deal with it. And there's totally. like a tacit understanding and uh, apology yeah. without literal apology. Like she's not like, well, I'm really sorry that I said that, but it's like, look, yeah. you know, you got to understand that this is, uh, I swing this way as well. And you just got to be okay with that. Um, and I like that a lot better because again, it, it feels much more palatable for the time frame, for the characters, for yeah. what is going on uh, in the world at, at that moment. Um, but I don't disagree with you. Like it, there, this show doesn't have a lot of catharsis or like good moments. It, it it's not like tense yeah. in that same way. The the biggest cathartic moment is like the sports moments, which are like the right. traditional kind of like sporty things that happen. Yeah, in sport sports montage. Movies. They did it. They won. They defied yeah, all odds. Yeah, they rally. Yeah, yeah which is they, great. It was fun. Yeah, we need to talk since we're on the subject, right? of the the narrative and especially how uh, much of a, a female narrative it is a queer narrative um a black narrative uh we need to talk about the show's cancellation yes because we do. it's a bit of a debacle so um i i can just briefly start and i know you know a yeah. little bit more about it but no no um, inform our listeners so it it was actually renewed for a second season yep um and it was it was renewed in march of this year 2023 yep. um uh if you're connected to the internet at all and you're listening to this uh around the time it came out there is currently a wga strike uh mm-hmm. where basically and, and, and a sag after strike but specifically the wga strike was quoted as being the reason why this was canceled so this was canceled about five months after it was renewed it was renewed for like a four episode final season just to clean up some of the end things um oh it and- wasn't like gonna be another full season of like the next yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. that's that's what I'm reading is that it was a four episode final season, so it may have been huh. like four hour long episodes, like we had, and it just kind of tied things up and and cleaned you know cleaned up some of the loose ends. But uh, ultimately, it was canceled. Uh, Amazon announced that it was just due to delays uh, about the the WGA strike, but um, but you Presley had mentioned to me in a very rare uh, situation where. And it wasn't even talking really about the show, but it was just circumstances of its cancellation. We talked about this the other night when we uh, met up for drinks. Yeah, so there has been some speculation online, both by fans and by the the head uh, creator of the show. I'm I I'm sorry, I do not know the name off the top of my head. Uh, Will Graham and Abby uh, Jacobson Carson Abby Jacobson was. Oh, okay, I didn't realize she co-created it. Yeah. Um, that actually lines up because I know that I had heard about Abby Jacobson's expressing this and it makes sense that she co-created it. Right. Yep. Um, but they had both kind of expressed that they felt as if the uh, writer's strike was kind of an easy out for Amazon to take 
in canceling the show and that they felt that Amazon wanted to cancel the show, but didn't like thought that the optics would, would have been bad. And totally. so instead it's kind of like a soft cancellation almost where it's like, Oh, well we can blame the writer's strike, even though we wanted to cancel this because it's not the kind of story that is compelling to people or doesn't draw the audience or is too, uh, you know, gay or uh, female centered or whatever. Um, and I just think it's important for us to note and talk about why shows get canceled because like, this is our whole thing is talking talking about canceled shows is reviewing canceled shows and every show is canceled for a different reason. And to potentially blame it on like something like a writer's strike instead of just being like, yeah, we didn't see the audience for it or we didn't feel like it was a compelling enough story is really shitty. And maybe it is true. Maybe it really was that, you know, the delay is really put it back. I doubt it, but you know, are you telling me that there is a corporation out there who used a different idea as a scapegoat for not receiving backlash about basically canceling, like a, very a marginalized community's story and show. Yeah, you're telling me that 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 they would do something like that. I, they're no shot, no way. That Amazon is just so ethical and so perfect. Great. <laughs> I'm glad we covered I mean, that. Uh, no, yeah, it's 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 very. There are a lot of shows I feel like that are on Amazon that are not as good that have not been canceled. I, and yeah, I think that certainly. leads that 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 kind of like lends evidence to the idea that maybe uh, the 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 writers and some of these other folks are are not completely off, saying like yeah. you know uh, that it's not really necessarily about the strike as much. Uh, sure, I maybe in part um, like there, yeah, but, it can absolutely be a factor. I'm not discounting that, right? Yeah, how many no, shows? How many shows and movies and show? Like, how much will yeah. we, the two of us, gain? By shows that get canceled <laughs> just because writers refuse to come back for a, a very lot. prolonged period of time. Yeah. Right? You know, but I think I, th- it's fishy is all I'm going to say, right? I'm not going to call agree. them out directly. Yeah. I think no, that I there's uh, some stories. Because you think about some of the other shows. Like, I, you know, if this is a random poll and I have no data. But, like, you think about, uh, is it Jack Ryan? It's like a Tom Clancy show that stars John Krasinski. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And it's like that's had like three or four seasons, I think. And I think they're on the final season. It's like, okay, well, what is the demographic for that show? It's probably like older men who have read those books in the past or, yeah. you know, younger men who are interested. I doubt that there's a huge female audience for it. But the fact that that got four seasons when you have this show, which is, uh, you know, a, a much more female centered show, much more queer show, uh, you know, gets cut off. And then they just say, oh, well, was, we renewed it, but then the writer's strike, you know, kind of forced our hand, feels bad, and it is, uh, it to me, shows a lot. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, well, I'm just going to go into goods and bads. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, goods for me were uh, some of the narrative, some of the, uh, like we kind of mentioned, how, you know, they didn't, they didn't trust, they didn't put lipstick on a pig, right? They didn't Correct. try to like yeah. take uh, a shitty, horrible situation uh, in in a in a time where, unfortunately, it was the experience of a lot of people. They didn't try to pretty that up, and I thought that was a good thing. That was a really good thing, like we mentioned. Like those things were really ugly that people did and said and thought about other people who are just normal people. They're just different. Yep, and that's acceptable yep. and that's okay, right? And and that was really. I think beautiful in that way that they showed the respect of how gruesome and horrible those things were. Yeah. Um, and goods. I, I really liked the, the, the team bonding and like the different personalities and how they clashed a lot, but also then they were like, 
they they just had really good interactions where they clashed and then they were like hey actually you're pretty fucking cool like i actually really yeah. like you like we can act do you want to just like be best friends like there was a lot and of it that speaks to a I, I think what can honestly really happen yeah. within an actual team sport totally. or professional or otherwise right like yeah. you're gonna have those people that you just have friction with that you don't get along with that you don't you know, you just yeah. fundamentally disagree with, but you still play and cooperate on a team. Yeah. And then you have those other people that are your really strong bonded characters, Joe yeah. and, and Greta, you totally. know, they were best friends before and they're going to be best friends the whole time. Yep. And it's even like revealed cause, cause Joe gets traded to the blue Sox after she gets basically caught at, um, at a speakeasy gay bar. Yep. yep. And, uh, and so they're like, instead of her being arrested or her name being published in the paper as like an undesirable, we're just trading her away because she's our best player. So it's like, doesn't come back to haunt us. Right. Yeah. And so they play each other on the finals and there's a lot of animosity and frustration between them. But then at the end of the show, like they're still friends. Right. And that's like the way yeah. sports can be right. Like you're battling them in the sport, but it doesn't mean you hate them as human beings. Right. right? Exactly. Um, and I, I mean, liked that exactly like what you're saying. Right. They didn't yeah. put lipstick on a pig. I like that phrase. Um, and uh, you know, another key example is like dove, uh, uh, Nick Offerman's character. He's only like in like the first episode or first two episodes. First four. You, yeah. First four. I yeah, didn't realize he was around for that long, but he like everything he says in the first few episodes is like very encouraging, seemingly very <laughs> like progressive and kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. He's not like the best coach and he's clearly taking like a backseat, but he's not like cruel. He's not being nearly as dismissive as all the other men, especially around them. And then like you hear him, you overhear him saying like, this is a joke. Like, this is all a joke. Like, I don't believe that these women can play baseball. I don't yeah. like, and you, it, it shows like the true colors and it doesn't try to pretty it up. He comes off as a complete asshole, a complete, totally. uh, uh, you know, misogynist, every horrible thing you can possibly do. And then he just abandons the team. Right. And Carson yep, is left totally. to like basically coach in his absence and does a great job, but it's, it, it is true of the time and it really speaks to like yeah this guy was sh a shithead and he left them in the lurch yeah and he doesn't feel bad about it and he genuinely feels that these women will not accomplish anything and it sucks to say but it is the way it was unfortunately in the yeah, 1940s it, it is it and is. it felt right to display the story that way i agree yeah i mean yeah. it it would be i mean it would just be a lie if they didn't right like it just wouldn't be uh, as realistic or as as true to the time that they're trying to portray, yeah. so it's the right thing that they they showed it in in such a way. Um, yeah. I think for any other goods, uh, goods. Oh gosh, I feel like those were the really big things for me. Um, yeah. I I also really narrative. just liked the I really liked the the vibe of the folks on the on the team that like were queer and they kind of figured it out about each other. And they just kind of had like a deeper bond. And I just really liked that that they also showed that there was a really beautiful part of the community yeah. behind all of the having to like put up a facade and hide it and whatever. Like they had places where uh, at least for some amount of time they were safe and they could be freely themselves. And I thought that was really cool yep. and beautiful. And, and I, and I love to, to love to see that. Um, shout out to uh, Rosie O'Donnell yeah. making a cameo yeah. as the owner of the Speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, and, and she was in the uh, original film, you know, right? I believe she was. I think she, she was. Uh, was one of the two main characters. I think she was the one. Yeah, we. I guess we should talk about the original film, shouldn't we? You have you seen it? I have not seen it. I have okay. not. Seen it's it. very good. 
It's a very good film. Uh, one of the early Tom Hanks movies. Uh, now you're reminding me that uh, Rosie O'Donnell was in it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one other famous actress. Gina Davis. Gina Madonna. Davis. Madonna. It. Okay, I didn't know that that was Madonna. Yeah, Madonna's in it. I'm. So, I'm I just looked it up as we're as we're talking here. Um. Yeah. The music's by Hans Zimmer. Okay, that's wild. Anyway, Neat. uh, the movie's great. Everyone should watch the movie. It's it's very yes, good. Um, definitely. And uh, you know, it's 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 one of those great baseball films. You know, it's it's uh, with uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, I think this often goes hand in hand with Field of Dreams, uh, Sandlot, Angels in the Outfield. Uh, you and I both love baseball, so if you like baseball, you'll probably like the show. I do wish sometimes that it would focus a little bit more on the baseball because it often felt like secondary to the story a little bit. Yes, that was gonna be one of my bads. Was okay, we'll go into it. <laughs> Sorry, steal your thunder. Uh, that was gonna be one of my bads. Is like, I think that it was obviously important that we see the character development and all of the, the drama and the ideas behind everything that the characters were going through and experiencing. And, and obviously that's, that's a large part of the story, but we didn't really get a lot of baseball. We got a lot of talk about baseball and how they were going to play baseball. And there were yeah. a couple times where they like showed montages, montages of games, yeah. but ultimately the baseball itself didn't feel important at all. Yes. Because uh, it was more about the team. Yeah. And um, their stories as individuals outside of playing baseball. Yeah. Which, like, isn't really a very hard criticism for me. Like, it's not, like, such a egregious yeah. bad that I'm like, this show was dog shit. Um, but I think that, yeah, I agree. It could have been a little bit more about the baseball itself um, in 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 setting right they could be having some of the conversations instead of in the locker room they could be talking about at practice while they're on the sidelines they could be talking about something and like showing practice happening or showing a game happening and having some of these conversations um yeah they they could have done more to show the game which the whole show was about um but that like i said that's it's not a huge horribly devastating bad uh but i think there could have been more baseball in, in the game or in the in the show that's all I, I have for bads, I think. What about you, Presley? What are your goods and bads? Definitely a solid show, just on, on the whole. Yeah. Uh, good. I think that everybody that uh, appears in the show is actually a really strong actors and actresses. Um, Definitely. And, you know, I think about uh, Abby Jacobson, who I don't know what you've seen her other in, but uh, I know her from Broad City, which is one of the great comedies, duo comedies that exist, in my opinion, and she is an extremely funny person and how much that is put aside in the, she says and does funny things obviously, but like she's, she plays a pretty serious character for the majority of the show and she does an extremely good job for someone who came from a very comedic background. Uh, same thing with, uh, with Greta's character or Greta's actor, actress, gosh, Darcy, who is, uh, for people who don't know, she, uh, is in, uh, Barry, uh, she's one of the actors in Barry, as well as um, Janet in The Good Place. Yeah, I was uh, she's she a very strong. Uh, yeah, she she's very strong uh, as well. Really uh, self possessed and really like uh, knows what's going on and understands the the subtleties of the of her sexuality of the world as it is, and kind of doesn't live in the under any illusions about it. Um, and I just really, I really vibed with all of the actors and actresses in this show. Like there wasn't a time where I was like, man, this person's really out of place or this person doesn't feel right for the role. Totally. And, and that's kind of a rarity. I feel like every single show that we watch, there's always like that one kind of like 
what are they doing there? Like, why why was this, you know, who, yeah. who cast this person? Some and, odd people And out, this show usually. really didn't feel that way. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, I know we were talking about, like, the narrative kind of uh, whiplash that I got with, like, these two kind of very separate stories, in my right. opinion. There's obviously intersections, right? But I do think that the the story of Max bonding with Bird is some of the best, like, coming uh understanding people that are different than you story ever because yeah. like when sh- she kind of just goes on a whim to visit them uh, at their home and sees bird come down like in a suit right uh, obviously uh you know being a man and from when she knew her like because bird has been ousted by the family right she hasn't seen uh him since uh she was a child so like she literally they like invite her in to dinner to join them and she like literally flees the house like she doesn't stay she's like oh yeah. i forgot something and then just runs away because runs away, yeah. she's so uncomfortable she doesn't know what to do and the way that they reconcile that relationship to come to a better understanding is like genuinely really thoughtful really sweet and and just great and I, I was like i wanted to see more of that relationship yeah and that's like why i was bringing up like the whiplash so much it's like this is such a compelling story but every time i'm watching it it feels like you're taking away from another compelling story that i just as easily want to watch right? sure and i really like the baseball so i really like them trying to figure out who should be the captain of the team because there's internal conflicts right and so just really strong writing like this the writing in the show is genuinely great agreed yeah so, so really good. Uh, bad. Uh, I agree that there's not enough focus on the baseball uh, as much as like it kind of sounds like a weird knock. It's like, well, it is a, ultimately a show about baseball. Right. And uh, I, I felt like it was very secondary a lot to the plot, which is OK. Um, but like especially when you're going back to the movie, there's you know plenty of baseball in the movie. And, and you know, the, the pivotal scenes are all about baseball. Yeah. Uh, And it's far less of a, uh, you know, a gay, queer, uh, you know, gender story. Obviously, there's a lot about women and uh, and wartime, uh, but it's it's much subtler and a little less harsh than than this one is to the credit of this show. Um, I also I think, you know, we talked about it, but just like the the intertwining of the two, what I feel like are pretty distinct narratives or even rather better that how many secondary characters that they introduce that don't really have a point in the show uh, felt a little bit bad, right? Like if you cut out most of the scenes between Max's best friend and her husband, you would not really miss anything out of the show. And that's probably a good 30 minutes of screen time that you could have spent developing a different character on the team that, that could have had a little bit more landing could have, could have uh, been a little bit stronger in my opinion. Yeah. I think, I mean, I I bet. Yeah. If they, if they didn't show that they would definitely have been able to like invest more in some of the relationships of the characters. We care more about the characters are more frontline of, of the, the actual story for sure. Because there are characters that have regular speaking parts uh, that are part of the peaches, the the, the main team yep. that are given less screen time and less development than a secondary character of a character who's not even on the team. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think about the the woman who, like, in the final episode, we see her knitting, and uh, one of them is like, "Wait, you have kids?" And yeah. she's like, "Yeah, I have two kids." Who do you think I've been knitting this for? And it's yeah. like, "Well, why didn't we get any of her story? Yeah, why didn't Maybelle. we get any of?" 
Yeah, Maybell, right? Or or there's uh, the tall. Uh, the, there's a, a tall person. I believe she's a second baseman or maybe shortstop. We see her a lot in the latter episodes, but not in the earlier episodes. She's like a power hitter. When Joe leaves, she kind of takes over the place of the power hitter. We I couldn't tell you her name. I'm sure they say it, I'm but like about, we don't. Uh, Jess. She has blonde, blue eyes. No, she's tall and has dark hair. Okay. Cool. Uh, it doesn't really matter because the point <laughs> is that we don't get any story from her, right? Like, yeah, totally. It, and she's a core member of the team, right? And so that's just like where it kind of comes in bad for me. It's like I would have much rather had like a really tight nine person on the team narrative, nine being the key because that's how many players are on the field when you're playing defense in baseball. Right. I, I think that would have been much more interesting and focused and structurally a little bit better than like okay here's four of them and then a different person who's not on the team and her best friend and her boyfriend you know what i mean like it, it just didn't you know it's it's a structural problem it's not a narrative problem right. so yeah. so that's where i come down on it and uh, you know all of this is to say that i enjoyed the show um I and i would have liked to see a season two so i want to hear what you would have had from a season two we know it was supposed to have been four episodes would you change that would you keep it what would you have it be about um, I think it could have gone a full eight. Um, I think we, I would have wanted to see four to eight episodes of not 48, four to eight. Just to clarify. 48, let's go. Such a long season. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> I couldn't think of enough content for a 48 episode season. Um, but no, I think we would see obviously the fallout of, uh, <laughs> of Carson talking to Greta, telling her like, I'm not going back to my husband. Yeah. And I don't, and I can't go with you, but I'm not going back to my husband. I will see you next right. season kind of thing. Yeah. In front of her husband, which is like the ultimate cliffhanger that we're left on. Basically. That was a really good cliffhanger. It was. You know, when we talk about cliffhangers, that's the, that's, the that's, juicy a, stuff. that's a banger. So basically yeah. to, to provide some context there is that she, her husband, uh basically saw some messed up shit in the war which you know basically most most people that went to the war did because it was war and wars traumatic um but he was in the hospital for a while dealing with that he actually ended up surprising her toward the tail end of the season with a visit and saying like hey i i heard that you were in baseball like i i'm you know i'm here to uh to support you and all of that and she basically eventually sent him away and was like, I need to do this myself. And you were basically kind of like a distraction, right? Like he was yep. a distraction from her ability to focus on the team. Uh, right. And at that point, her and Greta were kind of on the rocks a bit where it's like, your husband is here and you've been in a room with him for like the last couple of days. And like, you know, it, there was just a lot of tension and uncertainty there because they kind of started as a fling, but Anyway, so she and sent while him they're going into the finals while as they're well. going to the finals as well. So there's a lot at play there, a lot of like emotion, a lot of things going on. But she sends him away. They play their championship game. And then everybody's like, it's everybody's last day. Everybody's leaving. And um, Greta's leaving. Carson runs out, stops her and is like, talk with me over here. Passionate kiss. All this conversation about are you going to come with me to California because Greta was going to California slash maybe New York for the job that she was presented with. Um, and then she's like, I can't come with you. And she's like, are you going to, Greta says, are you going to go back to your husband, Charlie? And she says, no. And then they turn around and Charlie's right there. He arrived to 
basically take Carson home with him because she basically told him she was going to go with him and he's holding flowers and he's like devastated because he just in front of her or like right behind her heard her say, yeah, no, this man's, this man's not going to be in my life anymore. And, uh, yeah. and that's where we leave it. So I think obviously we see the fallout from that. Um, we see, I think we see some, I guess I envision a, a, a another baseball montage of like Max killing it. And then Max is going to be, you know, on her team doing her thing. She's maybe in a relationship with Esther. I don't know. Uh, but I basically, I think we see that the peaches come back together. Um, some new themes of like Carson's kind of unsure what she's doing with herself now that she's alone or I guess single is more of a better term. Uh, she's single. She's doing her own thing. She's trying to figure it out. All the rest of the team is back. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of, there was a lot of context and a lot of things going on with the characters, but not enough for me to be like, Oh, this person's probably going to have this thing going on or this thing going on or this thing going on. Right. Like everybody's gay and closeted and just kind of like doing their thing. And I think we just probably see more of that. We maybe see if Joe, uh, tries to get back to the team to finish another, or like actually finish a season with them. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, those are really the strongest things I can think of. Because like you said, there's a lot of secondary characters and they don't go into like super depth with all of them. So there's not a lot to go from other than you just see like some of the development of the relationships. But Interesting. What about you? So yeah, that kind of goes to, I feel like to like your kind of four episode, like makes a little bit more sense of like totally. wrapping up stories rather yeah. than like trying to create continuations of them, which is totally fine. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, I would have loved to uh, not get a resolution to what happens between Carson and her husband and instead jump immediately back to the next season. So you like, you don't give us a resolution to it and you leave it as a, uh, we got to find what? out. Yeah. And it's kind of like a subtle mystery throughout the whole series where Carson's like really invested in getting back together with Greta. Maybe you have Greta who's now interested in a different player on the team. That's not, mm. you know, focused on Carson. And I apologize if you hear my dog in the background, cause he's trying to play tug of war with oh, me right good. now. Um, so for our listeners, for the sake of it, uh, cause <laughs> he's yanking me around anyway. Uh, I, I just would have really enjoyed to like have a subtle mystery, right? Like what happened to Charlie? What happened to their relationship? What have they been doing the last like six to nine months? And then you also have an opportunity to fill in what's happening with, with the other characters on the team. Where do they go? Right. Maybe you have the, the one of them's from Cuba and is like only speak Spanish. Right. And you know, there's a lot of really comedic beats with her, not really understanding what's going on. It'd be really interesting now see her. She's learning. She like really, dedicated herself to learning English and like coming into the team with like a new sense, like newfound voice. Right. Like little things like that. I would have really enjoyed just another season and seeing what new like challenges the peaches have to overcome now that they've established themselves. And now that they like came in, uh, you know, to the previous season and having lost in the finals. I just I just think that this show could have had legs for a few seasons doing little things like that sure. and fleshing out the characters and story. Um, so just some of the same, some mysteries. Uh, what's happened to Joe? Like, we just don't see her. People don't acknowledge her. And it's like, is she on the Blue Sox? Is she doing something completely different? Totally. I, like, there's so much room for narrative growth within each of the individual characters. Yeah, same 100%. thing with Max, right? Maybe now she's playing 
for a, a different team, a, a different black team, right? And she's like in another dilemma, or she got kicked off the team for some reason. You don't know why, because of like her and Esther trying to date and be secret. You know, like who knows, right? Yeah. I just think there's like so many interesting little little nuggets that would be very fun. Uh, and so I was sad that the show was canceled, and I, I I could see a very fun future for it. Yeah, I guess I guess I, I like the idea of all the fun little tidbits of information of like little growth bits and like yeah character things. I guess I, when I'm thinking about a second season, I'm thinking about the big narratives, the big ideas, like what is yeah. the overarching theme that we're going to see? And I, I, I like where you're, where you went with it. Cause you have a lot of those little pieces of like, this character's maybe going to see this and all this. And, um, well, and then you even go into like bigger stories about like what happens to the league. Do they yeah. add more than four teams? Right? right. Do, uh, do the, the team that we know the peaches as they were get split in half to go in two different teams. And right. then we're watching like these two different teams unfold. Does dove now try to come back and be the coach of the peaches totally, because yeah. he left and now he's seeing that like, there's a lot of money and opportunity here, yep. but nobody kind of trusts him obviously. Cause he abandoned them and totally an asshole, right? Like you, I think that there's just like a lot going on and, yeah. and uh, yeah, there is. plenty, plenty of narrative to be had that could go way beyond the four episodes that apparently were planned. Yeah, for which sure. Which was news no, to me. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I think we're at a logical star rating territory. I think so too. Uh, what should we go over our, our our methodology here? Shoot for the stars, Presley. Okay, I will shoot for them. Hit a home run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's that's better. <laughs> that's that's baseball metaphor. Uh, so zero stars, zero out of five stars is should never have existed as an idea. Period, and doesn't deserve any thought. Uh, one star is deserved maybe a pilot episode, but is not worth more than just a pilot and to uh, not have been made into a full season. Uh, two stars is got a season rightfully canceled. It just wasn't good enough to really carry on. Not enough of all the things that we talk about liking, uh, you know, story, character, di- dilemma, drama, intrigue, whatever. Three is our recommendation, but kind of at your own risk category. Uh, could have gone another season, could have not, kind of middle of the road, I think uh, has potential and uh, is worthy. If you enjoy our conversation, you'll probably like the show. Even if you're like, man, this is kind of weird and strange and would I like it? I We, we tend to say, give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, four is the solid shows that deserved another season uh, and really, uh, really showed a good quality and had compelling narrative story, whatever. Uh, five are the criminal crimes that they were canceled. It is horrible that these shows do not continue to exist to this day. Uh, we've yet to award a five, but we'll get there eventually. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Andrew, what's your star rating for this? Hmm. I think it's pretty solidly a three for me. Okay. I think that I did want to probably see another season just to kind of like, yeah conclude things i don't know how or i don't know that i i don't know that i would have expected to see a lot of seasons of this i know they probably could have done it but the way that they had the show set up it felt very much and it and it was right like the the rockford peaches only went for 11 years so there's only so yeah. much they can really go with it and for the record they did not even make it to the finals of their initial inaugural season in real life right uh they were the most winning team of that 11 year run, but they yeah. did not make it uh, their first year. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it, I think it deserved another season to kind of conclude 
some of those story beats, but I don't know that I would have would have wanted it to continue to go on for multiple seasons beyond you another want season five or, or two. Six. Yeah, maybe I just want three. Solid, I just you know I struggle to see unless they get really creative with it. I just don't. I struggle to see like how they're going to be able to do it. I think that's um, fair. But yeah, I, yeah. I did I did actually enjoy the show. I I, I did and, genuinely and, enjoy the show, and that's what a three is know, still. We enjoyed it, right? Yeah, and and you have to think like there's a reason that we include zero in the zero out of five because it's like it, there's a six six options in our rating scale, yeah. right? And three is above the middle, right? right? Like right. a three means that we tend to enjoy the show, yeah, um, or at least and enjoy it enough where like we would tend to recommend it or want another season. So uh, you gave it a three. I will also give this a very solid three edging potentially into a four. I, I could see a world where I gave this a four, sure. maybe watching it in a different mood, different context. Yeah. Um, I think one of the actual core things that doesn't make it a, a, a four for me is that we already have a really solid movie that exists. Mm, right. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, I, I like that the show exists. I like the narrative. I like everything about it, but like, wouldn't it have been better to kind of do something similar but different and not just relitigate the movie and be a different story than the movie right. but about the same thing, right? Because the movie is also about the peaches right. and has a lot of the same narrative beats, like wider structure. And so it's like, wouldn't it have been better to to just tell a more a new story that sure. is about the same thing, right? Or a different team. Yeah. That, you know, I, I, I think that that stops it inherently from being a four. I, I, if we ever do like read shows movies that were turned into shows i really ever doubt i'm gonna give it a four or higher because like to to beat out the film itself a the film would need to be you know bad and then the show me much better then why would you uh, make a show happens out of a bad tv yeah a bad movie right um but you know it's just it's just one of those barriers that i think is really hard for me personally to get past and so i think that's just like an important factor here so three for both of us i think it's totally fair i like the show i would have watched another season of it personally i would too Uh, i i I enjoy i burn through the show really quickly uh and it's you know eight eight hour long episodes but you know they're dense it's not like they're it's not like super pulpy and quick and the fact that i got through it so quickly shows how much i enjoyed it for sure for sure yeah pretty busy pretty busy couple of weeks for me uh watching the show but when i was sitting down watching it I watched like multiple episodes in a run because I was yeah. like, well, you should I just want to watch, like, watch more of it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for any of you who who don't know, because I haven't told you, I, I when we have a show, I tend to watch like one episode a night or like maybe two if there's a lot of episodes because I like to space it out and give time to process. I don't want to just bang through the whole thing and then be like, all right, let's record the same day. Have I done it? Yeah. But I like to not do that because it gives you more time to process and kind of have an idea. But this one is one of those shows where I was just like, I really want to see more. I, I want to keep watching this. I want to, I want to catch another episode. So, uh, yeah, threes, threes for us. It's a good show. You should watch Off it. The board. If you, uh, if you like baseball and you like the idea yep. and the themes that we kind of like discussed and covered, uh, or that the show covers, you should definitely check it out. I agree. Yeah. Andrew, are you excited to hear about our new show? I am, and I'm actually really glad that you're picking it because if it was my turn to pick a show, I got nothing. So I'm actually <laughs> really, really excited that you're going to tell me what the next show is because... I was like, I've been bouncing around <laughs> for a few ones, right? Because Kay. like, 
I feel like we should do a more recent one. We've been doing more recent ones, so yeah. I feel like we we should stick with that trend while we can. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we're gonna do a, another canceled Apple TV Plus show. Ooh. Called Suspicion. Okay. I know very little about it. Sure. Um, so I'm Same. not even gonna pretend to synopsize it. Uh, but uh, I look forward to discussing it with you in cool. two weeks' time. Uh, Andrew, tell tell our wonderful listeners where they can find more information about us. The internet. Whoa. Yeah. No, we're on. Maybe a little bit more detailed. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're on all social media platforms. Uh, season underscore one underscore pod, as well as our subreddit, r slash season one pod, uh, which also actually I think is season underscore one underscore pod. Uh, season one pod dot com. Uh, you can also find all that in our link trees on our Instagram and our other apps. Uh, so in the show notes, in the description down below, in the, in the show notes on the links. website, uh, we do have merch. We have a Patreon. Um, if you're liking it, if you us a few dollars to help us pay yeah. for the subscriptions yeah. for all the shows exactly. that we have to watch. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, we would love the support, but mostly, uh, we just really appreciate your listenership. And also we would love yeah. a review and a comment, any kind of feedback you have, uh, for content to the show. The um, one of our one of our uh, listeners let us know that we're a little quiet, uh, and so we're working on trying to be a little louder. So it fits some parody yep. with tweaking the with audio, other podcasts and things like that. So those are things that yep. we would love to hear about. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we we just really enjoy doing this. I know I said something about it uh, last episode, but but we really do enjoy making this podcast. And I look forward to it every week. Yeah, I look forward to it every week, and it makes it more fun knowing that there's some folks listening to it. So we really appreciate you. Yeah, uh, all all two of you. All no, t- just kidding. There's a lot more, and we we appreciate every single person that listens genuinely. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know the whole number. I could probably do some math and figure it out. But yeah. thank you to everyone for listening. It means yeah. a lot. Uh, but now that we've gotten all the 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 zhuzhi stuff out of the way, <laughs> it's time for us to head out and start watching uh, Suspicion, yeah. uh, which we will talk about in two weeks' time. But until that time, my name is Presley. My name is Andrew, and we watch it. You should too. <laughs>